irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Awesome, guys. Welcome to the show. I'm Keith Razor with my trusty sidekick, Alan Lee. Hello, Heidi Ho. Uh, and then tonight we got a very uh, special guest, one of my favorite comics ever. Uh, you've seen him in Something About Mary, Half Baked, and a superstar. And he's in studio sitting right by me, uh, the great Harlan Williams. How are you doing, Harlan? How are you? Great. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. I've had this podcast for like five years, and every single year I've always written you to do the show, and I, I finally got it. So yeah. I think like five, you're, five. You're very persistent. <laughs> yeah. So nice. Is that, is that good or bad? I think it's admirable. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I think uh, people who uh, persist get things done. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, but clearly they say like three times a charm, but for me it's five times a charm. Five times. Five. Yeah, yep. five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for doing it. And sure. I like your hat. Three you. three ones. Yeah. yeah. It's Eleven's bigger brother. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be a hat with French fries on it. Oh. That, yeah. You see true. it as three ones. I see it as three fries. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the interpretation of art. I also see it as a th- uh, three Wolverine claws. You know, there you go. Yeah. See? Jeez, it's, you're it's, stretching it. Uh, I like that. Could be anything. What do you see it as? Well, I see it as uh, as uh, three little houses uh, with the with the roofs that need to be finished. For for anorexic people. <laughs> there you very go. thin houses. Very thin homes. Huh? Yep. Anorexic elves live in my hat. <laughs> <laughs> now, Harlan, you're one of my favorite comics ever, and when I started... Uh, you know, I, I, like, your comedy has a huge influence on mine, so, like, you being here means a lot to me. So, well, again, thank you. thank you so much. That's quite a, an honor to hear that. Thank yeah. you. You don't hear that a lot? I do, but yeah. I never take it lightly. I, yeah. I always, uh, whenever someone says something that kind or that, uh, that gracious, I, I, that resonates with me. So, yeah. thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Because, like, I, cause like, you know, I was like, wow, you know. That's so awesome, and I keep asking because I'm persistent. Yeah, yeah. I'm just worried what's coming next. Should I just give you my car keys now? <laughs> Put the keys to the boathouse and the go. fishing rod. Do you have a boathouse? Well, I'll probably have to build one for you. I know you. I'm so pushy. Hey, Arland, uh, I really like boats. Could you build a boathouse? No. <laughs> On, on number six. Okay, how big do you want the boathouse? <laughs> I know what you're up to, bud. Uh, nice try. Jeez. But, but you, Come you, in for a podcast, I'm building a boathouse. Yes, I'm telling you, the way you mislead people. Yeah. Yes so is a pushy. terrible word sometimes. <laughs> That's right. And you trimmed your beard. I saw you a couple of weeks ago. You had the beard. Yeah, my beard's always in a state of flux. So yeah. I base it on on what episode of the deadliest catch I'm watching. Oh, really? Yeah. So if the guys have a good season with lots of crabs in the pods, <laughs> I keep it long. If they're having a, a, a tough season, I cut it short just to let them know that I'm with them. <laughs> what season are you on? 
I think 428. Wow. Yeah, they, they shot a lot of seasons. <laughs> it's a lot of crab. It's kind of like, uh, I mean, I don't like do that with facial hair, but like, you know, Breaking Bad, like I'd watch it and then like, you know how like the, fir- the, did you ever see Breaking Bad? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the best series ever, but you know how like the first season was kind of a little slow and then it got way, yeah. yeah, it was kind of like that. So yeah. if I would have done the I beard thing, show. I'd have a beard after Breaking Bad. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you would. Have you ever had a beard? No, this is the most it's ever gone. You should let it out, bro. Let it yeah. yeah. Would I, I look good looking? You'll be the next Walter White. Walter. <laughs> but he <laughs> shaved it. He shaved his, yeah. He shaved everything. Yeah, because he had the cancer. The beard, no, I remember this, did the beard go with the cancer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my bad. It did, yeah. You had yeah. beard cancer, actually. <laughs> No. So Harlan, you're one of those guys. Uh, your comedy is not only fantastic, but in the movies you're fantastic because you you steal the scenes. Like, <laughs> you know, well, like, thank you. Yeah, like in Dumb and Dumb or something about Mary. Every superstar, every scene you're in, it's like the best scenes of the whole movie. Like, what's the magic on that? Oh, well, I I I, I don't know. I I mean, I just try my best. I try to bring my own kind of magic to it and yeah. and uh if people feel that way that that makes me happy you yeah. know that's uh i try to make an impact when i get on screen i i i value and cherish the screen time yeah and that's why you know i'll say no to movies where i don't think i can i can make an impact on the screen really yeah. i think you can make an impact on every because your comedy and your energy is just like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but there's somewhere I just, I, I don't know if I'll, you know, uh, it's just instinct, you know? Yeah. So uh, you, you kind of follow what you feel. And and uh, so I just got offered a part in the Benchwarmer sequel, but I just didn't see, I just didn't feel it, you know? Oh, yeah. And so I passed on it, but it. And they're going to give it back to John Lovitz? I don't know who they'll give it back to. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't even see the first one, but uh, you know, it's like uh, maybe I don't know. But I just uh, I like to. I like to uh, feel like I can do something with the part, you know, yeah. as opposed to just being another talking head, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Well, another one of my favorite movies is Rocket Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you know, that was like you know, your movie, you know. So mm-hmm. like your yeah. humor was in it too, and yeah. You know. Yeah, I actually rewrote that script uh, twice. So they, oh, Dis- Disney let me just get my hands all over it. Oh. So I was able to actually sit down and and rewrite it and punch it up. And you know, I mean, I I didn't I didn't do a page one rewrite. But when I say rewrite it, I mean I I got to rewrite a bunch of the scenes and tailor them to my sensibility and my comedy and yeah. punch up a lot of the jokes and and stuff like that. Well, you do a lot of writing, too, because you also write children's books. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't write beyond children's books. <laughs> Why not? I'm just not that smart. I actually, when I when you say write children's books, I actually spell children's books. I sit down with a big crayon and, <laughs> Billy went to the store. And I put a silent <laughs> H in store and my editor... Uh, my mother says, there's no H in Stahor, idiot. I'm like, okay, thanks. Uh, I, when the first time you said that, I thought you said something else, like Billy went to the... The whore? Yeah. Well, that's the second book. And uh, 
And I put a silent P in whore. And, uh, <laughs> so it was whore, and it just just keep, it just escalates from there. Yeah. God, I should I should have gone to school now that I think of it. But. And you did you started off doing comedy in Canada, and uh, you know I started off. I've never been to Canada because I but because I, I was racist. I, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I was Terrible. I was born out in the United States, and I started doing comedy here. And you know, what's the different dynamics in comedy? Like, what you were born where? I was born in San Antonio. Oh, okay, yeah. that's Texas. Yeah, but you could have said Texas. I could have. Yeah, I'm from Texas. I'm you proud. narrowed it down. You like <laughs> Google Earthed me. Like, do you want to give me your street number and address? Is that <laughs> just pinpoint the moment your father ejaculated? Can we can we do that? And then I'll really know where you're from. Maybe. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> what was your question? Oh, no. <laughs> like, what, what, what's, what's the different comedy dynamics? Because you started in Canada and now you're out here, so you see a whole bunch of comics starting out here. Do you think it's easier to start in Canada? And Canada, you know, it's always hard wherever you are. Right. Stand-up's just very difficult. But the dynamic in Canada is, you know, we grew up, you know, under the British Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of the British influence mm-hmm. yeah. in all us young Canadian kids like Mike Myers and Jim Carrey, Howie mm-hmm. Mandel, Norm MacDonald, all, you know, all these guys. Yeah. And I think that's why you tend to see Canadian comics be a little bit wackier, mm-hmm. like yeah. myself included. We we were raised on Monty Python and mm-hmm. Second City and, mm-hmm. and a lot of like kind of shows that didn't circulate quite as broadly or if at all down in the States. And right. so so we have a real kind of weird bend to our humor. And so I'd say that that's a bit of a difference. And as a result, I think people in Canada have a little bit more of an ear for the silly and the... Mm-hmm. I'd say a little more cerebral, you know, mm-hmm. because right. they, they, they're they're more willing to kind of go on, a, on into the wacky world mm-hmm. a little more, just, just to a degree. It's not it's not huge, but I found when I came here, the American audience like like a little more boom right in your face, like a little more aggressive, a little faster, easier, quicker to to digest. You yeah. know, I used to do a joke. What was it? I used to do a joke up in Canada, and people would go nuts for it. Was it? I think it was like. Oh man, I'm trying to remember. It was like I I I went into a I went into a Seven Eleven today. I stole a Snickers bar. I went home and called Crime Stoppers. I made five hundred bucks. And and it, like up there, it would like just blow up. And I did it down here, and it was just like crickets. And I don't. So it, it was a bit of a weird adjustment. Yeah. You know? but, but it was a it was a fun challenge too mm-hmm. because I had been doing stand up in Canada for seven years, and I had a really tight, hot, sexy act, you know. And then when I came down here, I did just tear it up and start again wow. to a degree. Yeah. But what I did have was my my point of view, my energy my my perspective on how i wanted to present it so that didn't change just the material i had to create new material Mm -hmm. to fit into my vision of comedy you know yeah that's that's the vision of comedy i i like i really like because you said you mentioned norm i open for norm you know i love jeremy hots i open for hots and i love you you know what i mean so i think i think deep down i'm canadian so i might maybe do you log roll uh no you will you will yeah. Do you have cork shoes? No. 
Okay. Do you have a I've caribou never been hide jacket? Uh, no, I, I don't. You will. You yeah. will. You will. It's coming. Eventually. Do you yeah. have sap in your hair? No, I have gel <laughs> on my hair, but well, not today. Same. Well, same very s- close derivative. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Alan had a had a question for well, you. This is kind of Canadian. Yeah, that's very Canadian. Yeah. Plaid yeah. jacket. <laughs> very, very Do you Canadian. Think like I'm ready to go out into the woods. A You're re- ready. A, a, you ra- a reindeer or, or what is? It? I mean, that's what they call a Canadian tuxedo, right there. Thank you. Yep. Wait, that, dressed, that was your question. No, no. I just, oh. just happened. We were talking, and I, you know, I just oh. because I said to myself, you know, when as I left the, left my little uh, hovel there, and I looked at my gigantic wardrobe, it is pretty big. I said, you know, what would fit the mood of Canada? What would fit the mood of sweet? I mean, uh, fin- Finland. I'm sorry. Yeah. Those Good. both work. Thank that you. Works for See? both countries. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I got a, a plaid lumberjacket. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yep. You know, I was I was listening because I like to listen yeah. to other interviews, so you know we don't ask the same questions. You know, because like, it, well, it's you, working good with him. He didn't even ask one. Yeah. That's you, you don't. You don't have to worry about asking the same question when he doesn't even ask uh, one. Yeah, there you go. Because he asked a, one about himself. Uh, How, how's, how's my clothing? <laughs> Looking good, bud. Great interview. <laughs> but, just a little mix in there. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm joshing you. Yeah, I'm he's pulling your chain. A little Canadian there, joshing, joshing you. But uh, I was wow. I was listening to the Barry Katz interview, and I love that podcast. But I noticed that he gave you like a 20 minute introduction before he actually started talking to you. You know what? I don't remember, but yeah. uh, if you say so, I yeah. never I never listened to it. Oh, so. yeah, so, well, he was well. just like. I don't know. I just felt like introduction should be like, you know, 20 seconds. And, yeah, why was it 20 minutes? I don't know. He was just going on and on. And well, he just was effusive. Huh. But you, you didn't listen to it. it it's point. I did not listen yeah. to it, no. Because I, I was thinking of a joke, but it's not funny. If you well, you had a stopwatch or something. You listen to these things. You had a stopwatch. Are you going to ask him your question? Oh, excuse me, <laughs> I, I'm being disobedient to my, you know, to my boss. Don't no, ask, you know, don't ask I, how your shirt is. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> uh, you know the scene you did uh, with uh, my favorite actor, one of my favorite actors from, uh, from Zoolander, um, who I, you know, I know. I'm just not going to say it. I'm going to make him squirm. He clearly I know. doesn't know. I, I've been in terror. Paul Lynn? No. <laughs> no, not Paul. Carol Channing? Oh, it's definitely not Carol Channing. Okay. No, no. I, I, uh, uh, Channing? Mamie. Uh, He's really Channing, killing Channing. this a bit, huh? Yeah, these and, questions uh, are no, great. No, so, so, so. <laughs> Let me know when it comes. Uh, well, anyway. You know what you're saying about the 20-minute intro? Have you heard about the 20-minute question? I think he's about to outdo no, it. I, I, uh, this. <laughs> no, it's just I've it's been, been I've, I've been I've been. Yes, thank you for the memory prompt. <laughs> I, I have problems. I have issues, uh, but I am. I'm Ben Stiller, and uh, you know you had a scene with Ben Stiller, and uh, I've been in therapy for about fourteen years. And, uh, <laughs> I can imagine your therapist. Uh, are you going to ask me something anytime soon, or are hours just about up, Timmy? <laughs> and the whole thing with Stiller, I was just wondering, after you did that scene with Stiller, did you develop? Did he did he show you any kind of affection? Yeah, we cuddled under a palm tree for about three hours, and I sucked on his breast. Yeah, it was quite thank nice. You, He's very you. affectionate. I appreciate that. Yeah, and he combed my pubes. He has an afro. He, 
He keeps an afro pick in his hair, and he combed, he straightened my, my pubes have been curly my whole life, and he actually straightened them all the way out. My, my groin looked like the girl from the ring was eating a hot dog. That's how straight my pubes were. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. God bless no, you. See, uh, this see, is, uh, this Alan was scared this, to ask this, this question. This is a brainstorm of, of uh, my partner here, and he said it would be fun to say that I had been under therapy for 14 years. It's only been three. Yeah. What are you under therapy for? Ben Stiller. This show. No, no, no I just it, it was a, a contrived little practical joke, and I'm not, oh. a, I'm not a person that does practical jokes, so you, yeah. you know, I got a little bit nervous. But I, I know Harlan's humor, so I knew he w- it would have worked. For, yes, like of that course. question of course, was gold right there. Of course you, you knew that. Yeah. So you just so that. I'm clear, that was a practical joke? Yeah. No, Ask, for, for him. Telling me no. you were in therapy yeah. was a practical <laughs> it was joke. Sort of, sort of, because I'm not really in therapy. Man, I've been punked hard. <laughs> wow. Boy, I hope this doesn't air. I'm, I'm, what a punk. What a terror. See? Wow. wow. Have you ever been punked by Ashton Kutcher or whoever yes, does I it? Yes, I have. Now? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, what would they do? Ashton lured me to a, a famous bar in Hollywood. And when I got there, my friend was there. And he asked me for a bunch of, uh, he asked me to buy a bunch of drinks for these girls he was with. Mm-hmm. And then some guy I didn't know recognized me, and uh, he was hanging out with a bunch of hot models and had champagne and shrimp, and, and he, he, he gave me a shout-out, and he sent one of the girls over to start massaging my shoulders, and he sent over a bottle of champagne and some food, and I was like, dude, I, I, you don't have to do this. I, I get it. You're a fan. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And he goes, no, man, I love you. And so... He was living it up over with his little crew, and I was living it up with these guys, and then he got up and left. And as he was leaving, I yelled to him. I said, dude, can I get your your number? I'd like to send you something. You know, like, this is very generous. I'd like to send you, like, a present or something, you know? And he just kind of kept going. He looked at me, and he rushed out, and I thought, that's really weird. Like, he was all over me, and then I actually stopped to talk to him, and he boogied off. And then about five minutes later, the manager of the of the bar came over and said, "Here's your bill." And uh, he had my he handed me a bill for uh, nine thousand dollars. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, oh!" I said, I, first I thought I was reading my credit card number because there were so many there were so many numbers." And uh, it was Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard was the was the the manager, and uh, I had never seen punked yet, so I had no clue. <laughs> and uh, and I said, I think there's been a mistake. He goes, No. He goes, These are your charges. I go, Well, what are you talking about? I didn't actually order anything. And he goes, Yeah. He goes, Your friend over there said you were getting it. <laughs> and I go, What friend? <laughs> And he goes, the guy I saw you hanging out with, the, the black dude. And I go, I don't know that guy. I've never met him in my life. He goes, well, he said you guys were together, so unfortunately we're going to have to charge you. And I got, I stood up. And I don't get angry easily, but I stood up and I got right in Dak's face. And I said, dude, bring me the manager now. And he goes, I am the manager. And I said, you're the man, you're, you're serving tables and you're the manager? And he goes, yeah. And I, I go, okay, well, go get the cops. <laughs> And and uh, and so he, I was very like close to like getting at it with him, 
And uh, and then Ashton came running out and jumped on me, and they all laughed. But but uh, Dax told me after he said, uh, he goes, Harlan, I've punked so many people. He goes, you're the only person I ever punked where I thought I was going to get my face punched in because I was I wasn't having it. I, and I think Ashton knew it too, and he ran out because. I was just like, I was lit up, man. Oh, my nice. gosh. I nice. totally zero, want to watch zero, that, man. Zero. Well, you'll never see it. I won't let them air it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I won't, I won't sign the release. Oh. Yeah, Ashton called me. He goes, come on, man. Don't be a pussy. I said, let me get this straight. I didn't get paid. I didn't ask to be in that. I'm a comedian, and now all my fans are going to see me angry, which is not what a comedian should be. Right. There's no upside to me, but you're making money. You have a show, and you make me look like an ass. I said, no, you're not going to air it. And oh. so he, he never, yeah. they, they couldn't air it. I didn't sign the release. Oh, that's actually pretty smart, though. Yeah, so, yeah. Hey. I didn't. I, like I said, I don't get mad easy, but when someone's yeah. trying to rip wow. me off, I was convinced. I could tell it was a scam immediately. I just didn't know it was a comedy show. And I said to Ashton, I said, dude, if you, if you had done the thing where I dropped a piano on a moving truck or, you know, I killed the last remaining African elephant by accident or, you know, I slipped on Rosie O'Donnell's underpants, or hit my head, you know, some, I said, go ahead, air it. If it's fun, if it's silly, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all over it because that's my brand. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not known as an angry guy. Like, I, I really did, like, I was about to deck the guy, you know? I was about to knock Dax out. I was, like, I, I was like, no, that's not part of my aura. <laughs> yeah, you're like the Boy. sweetest heart. Yeah. You're the sweetest wow. person I know. So, you know, but yeah, that's actually very funny. Well, everybody has a breaking point, right? <laughs> that's, that's what I told yeah. my priest. But... Um, <laughs> Boy, Actually, nine, he zero, said it, zero. not me. He said it. Yeah. Everyone has a breaking point, and that's ouch. Yeah. And yours was nine zero zero zero. Wrong credit card number. Yeah, <laughs> That's pretty. Like, like. I mean, I'm not rich or anything. Like, I'm I'm very poor, but I'm rich in character. But um, <laughs> I'll be the judge. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've never had a bill worth more than like three hundred dollars. You know what I mean? So I freak out on a three hundred dollar bill. You never had a bill more than three hundred dollars, dude. You got to get to Red Lobster, bro. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got to treat yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't make much money. I mean. King Crab Week starts next <laughs> Tuesday, bro. Let's do it. Dude, you better yeah. get out there. Treat yourself. But you will be dead by Friday. <laughs> what I'm saying is that would freak me out, you know, 9,000. Well, freak that. anybody out. <laughs> well, even, a, even, you know, even, even, a, even no matter how rich or poor you are, yeah. if you know you hadn't spent a cent yeah. and you saw a bill, you're going to be, like, aggravated, right? That's so. true. So and then like it's ironic that you tell that story because on on the interview I listened to you said you're very smart with your finances so I think maybe that's the reason why you didn't. But, well, yeah, I yeah. mean I'm I am and and I just you know it's like anybody you nobody wants to get scammed and when it's so blatantly <laughs> obvious because I was mad that the guy scammed me yeah the 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 dude who was like I was like and he was gone so so now I was all I was mad like wow some stranger just scammed me. And then I had nowhere to, to project that anger. But then when I could sense that the 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 hotel was in on it, then yeah. then I was able to focus my all the anger I had towards him. I was able to point towards Dax because I just assumed they were working as a team. Right. And so I'm like, okay, you walked into the wrong spider nest, little fly. You know. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but it would have been funny if he like did give you info so you could send him a gift and then you could you know send him a gift. Yeah, I'd show up at his door and <laughs> give him a horseshoe in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Here's $9,000 worth of roundhouse kicks to the throat. How about that? Best gift ever. Yeah. I, I doubt he would have given me his real address. Probably would have shown up at some old lady's house and beat the crap out of an old bag for nothing. What the hell did I do? That's for the nine grand, you old fart. Wow, what's he talking about? It's a good thing they didn't air that because then he definitely oh. wouldn't sign the release. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's true. like, I'm not known for beating up old grandmas. What Aren't I? There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Boy, that's a punk, uh, punk situation. Uh, yeah. have, have you ever thought of it like paying him back? Like getting... No, I mean, I became friendly with Ashton. I'd, oh. I mean, I'd go up to his house and play tennis, and we hang out from time to time. Yeah. So so not, not since he's had his kid and stuff, but... Mm. Back back in those days, we hung out a little yeah. bit. So, and he's he's a great guy. Yeah, he, yeah. he didn't. He was just doing. I, I actually thought the show was really cool. Oh no, it was great. Like yeah. I, I really liked yeah. the show, but uh, I, I think I was the first season, so it was before anyone knew what the show was. Right. And so I had no point of reference to know that it was a cool show. Mm-hmm. I just knew that you know I was being s- scammed. Yeah. You know? But uh, no, yeah, Ashton's a great guy. I think he's a smart guy. Well, the, because like when people like play pranks on me, I like to return the favor on a prank. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, yeah. but I mean, like one time this guy put a dead, dead snake in my locker room in school, and I'm like very scared of snakes. Why? Uh, because like I think snakes are like the sign of the devil and stuff, and they like aren't goats. I thought. Well, yeah, no. but snakes are like. Have you ever seen a snake? They're so gross. I've caught many snakes. Oh really? I had a, I had a. I was in the Amazon last year, and I had a nine-foot uh, anaconda wow. around my neck. Did you really? Yeah, alive. It's amazing. Wow, nine-foot? Wow. Snakes are... I love snakes. You love snakes? Yeah, but of course, I love Satan, too. <laughs> <laughs> they go hand in hand. Don't do you we think all? I have goats in my yard? <laughs> I have red-eyed goats in my yard. Most people have a dog. I keep red-eyed goats. <laughs> Their heads spin. They don't bark. Well, I also <laughs> heard cats are also the sign of that, too. Like, Satan? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Salamanders and bush babies are actually <laughs> Satan's children as well. Did you know koalas are, oh, are they really? Satan's concubines? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have cloven feet. Koalas have cloven feet. Oh, if you nice. shave them, they're red underneath. Oh, yeah. Have you caught any of those? Sure. I put traps out nightly. <laughs> put blueberry Pop-Tarts out, boom. Filleted one up this morning. They like blueberry Pop-Tarts. I love them. Oh. But not strawberry Pop-Tarts? They'll take any Pop-Tart because they live in hell, so they're easy to toast. <laughs> mm. Skin uh, them up. Oh, fillet o koala Yum. <laughs> So when the snake, when the anaconda was around you, you weren't scared at all? I was a little nervous because I'd never had a wild Amazon anaconda that had just been pulled out of the Amazon River around my neck before. Yeah. And one of the things I did when they handed it to me, the guys that caught it, they carefully handed me the head and I had to put my hand behind its jawline. But I just assumed that 
you know, you're supposed to hold it rather aggressively mm-hmm. because they're so powerful. So I was squeezing kind of tight, mm-hmm. and that was aggravating the anaconda. What I didn't realize, the guy said, no, just keep a very loose grip. Like, as long as you, as long as you have your hand behind it, it can't get you. But if you start squeezing, then it feels threatened. And I, I was squeezing just because I'd never handled a snake that big or wild before. So it started kind of getting ornery on me, and, and it was actually... They're so powerful, mm-hmm. I have my hand around the back of its head, and it was able to start turning its head towards me, even with all my might around, mm-hmm. you know, I'm six foot, mm-hmm. you know, two, mm-hmm. 220 pounds, and yeah. here's this nine foot anaconda, it's able to actually turn its head to and I was I was actually wrestling with holding onto its head for a minute, and then the guy said, just lighten up, and then I just held it very, like, loosely, very limp. And then it relaxed. It it just felt like it was being its hand the way I cradled Ben Stiller sort of. It was kinda like that. I learned to cradle. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> so this was obviously after something about Mary then. Yeah, this was last year. Oh, oh last wow. year I was in the in the Amazon. Wow, wow. that sounds like an adventure. It was, yeah. But that would just freak me out. Arlen's adventure in the Amazon. You should uh, you know, one thing you should learn in life, because you do stand up, you yeah. know the fear. You should always confront your fears and try to overcome them. I actually don't get scared when I do stand-up. Have you ever done stand-up with a snake? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to now. Like, I'm, I think Better. you're just going to show up before I uh, be like, hey, Keith, there's a snake. I think you'll find snakes are, are very peaceful and mm-hmm. calming and serene and sexy. <laughs> They've got a very incredible texture and mm-hmm. sheen and mm-hmm. smoothness to their skin. Well, I know they're sexy. Like, I, I saw Wayne's World, and uh, what's-her-name had the snake around her? Natasha Kinski? No. Uh, oh, Linda Blair? It was some uh, Tyrene. Ty- I don't know her name. Ty- Tyrene? Tyrene. Did you ever see Wayne's World? I did. Long time ago. Cassandra? Cassandra. What was her name? Crossing. Taya. Cassandra Crossing. Uh, she doesn't do anything anymore. It was like her only hit movie. Oh, looks like the snake got to her. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Into the career. <laughs> but no, but yeah. Okay, so uh, maybe I changed my view on snakes then. So if well, I have ever held a snake? No. You should hold one. I think it would change. The mechanics of a snake mm-hmm. are incredible. The way they move, the way they, they're constructed, the way their skin fluctuates and moves. And yeah. It's like a writhing, living, it's like a stick that's alive. Very muscular, yeah. like a muscle. Muscular, very, the, you can feel the power, but mm-hmm. you can also feel the stealth and, mm-hmm. and, and the, this, the skin is almost cool to the touch mm-hmm. and it's, it's such an amazing texture and, and and the senses that snakes have are incredible they're very sensitive to vibration and their tongues they used to smell and incredible now you, you said you've caught snakes before yeah lots of snakes have you ever caught a two-headed snake uh once at the shell station in bakersfield <laughs> and i didn't know what was going to come through that glory hole but uh no one told me there were twins on the other side um but does that even count? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I heard that there's two-headed snakes out there. That would just freak me out more. But if, you there, know. aren't those mutated mutations that went wrong somewhere? Yeah, those. That's like a mutate. Like the odds of you in your life ever holding a two-headed snake, you'd probably 
have a better chance of getting hit by lightning after you walked out of the Shell station with the winning lottery ticket. (laughs) Okay? You're not going to hold it. And even if you had two, you know, who cares if it has two heads or two tails? It's still a snake. Yeah, that's true. But the, the, the two heads would freak me out. Tough odds. Hey, a woman has two breasts. You ever complain about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The but... mechanics of a breast, the skin, the way they move, <laughs> the way they smell the air. Beautiful. Same form oh. as a snake? Yeah. Uh. People don't know this, but bre- women's breasts have bones in them. Really? Yeah. They have a series of circular bones like oh. a snake's spine. Oh, that's a thought. That's tonight. how they stay firm. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to process that. Sorry, Harlan. I'm lonely. Yeah. Because oh. I've, I felt. A oh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> because I've felt a girl's breast before, yeah. but they oh. they always felt Sheesh. fake. Like a, oh, oh, really? Yeah. Really? What kind of. Like, you like, know, they, like, you like. You told me this. Well, have you felt a fake breast and a, and a not yeah, fake breast? They, they always say that it's real, but I think it's fake because I don't, I don't, I don't think that a real breast would have like a whole bunch of, you know what I mean? Ripples. Yeah. Well, that was probably a fake breast. Yeah. Right? But you've you've felt both, right? I I I can't Can you remember. Yeah. I, I I don't get a lot of girls. So how many breasts have you felt in your life? Maybe like three or four. And out of those, how many felt fake and how many felt real? I don't remember the first ones, but the last one definitely felt fake. Okay. I guess. Can you... Well, it sounds (laughs) like the fake ones stayed in your memory, (laughs) and the real ones, you don't have a clue, so obviously the fake ones must be better if they're standing out. (laughs) That's true. Sounds like you like fake press, boy. Oh, boy. I just hit. (laughs) Have you ever had fake breast milk? No. It's Dr. Pepper. It's not even real milk. <laughs> it's fake. Just Dr. Pepper yeah. in there? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Girls, they can put anything they want in their fake breast. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. why I like fake breasts now, because yeah. I love Dr. Pepper. There you go. Don't <laughs> shake were, them too hard. I thought you were Coca-Cola Diet Coke. That's the same company. Oh, that's so they, yeah. they just go into the different breasts, Coca-Cola or Dr. Pepper. This guy. Well, I'm just following. I'm following the logic of the, of the conversation. True. <laughs> True. Uh, so, Harlan, we got it. Just uh, about five more minutes, and then we'll head out. Oh, but, we started. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Best, what, what best an interview. interview ever, huh? Yeah. Well, he had a lot of questions. Yeah. That that, that Ben Stiller's question was really nailed by him. That was great. That was kind of we pinnacled there, and it just kind of <laughs> slowly been going down. <laughs> but uh. But uh, the question I, I seriously had for you was, uh, in Dumb and Dumber, when you drank the the, the piss, was it actual piss or was it like... Uh, what do you think? Well, because, because it, it, I don't think it would be safe to drink that. Right. Would you drink piss? No, no. I think it was a real beer. Well, it was actually just water. Oh, really? Yeah. It was oh. water in a beer bottle. Oh. You can't see, you know, and the, the bottle's brown, so... But it always amazes me that people ask me that. Was it real piss? It's like, oh, you get yeah, a- you yeah, get asked that I, a lot? I drank real piss. <laughs> yeah, I asked Jim Carrey to piss in a bottle, and I drank it. <laughs> yeah. No, well, you put bean butter on your shoes, so you know you're very daring. That's what I thought. Oh yeah. But Bad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink another man's pee. I don't <laughs> think he would. And SAG is very strict on that. Yeah. They, they yeah. have a rule somewhere: do not drink do not male drink pee, pee on the set. You can make a huge complaint about that. 
Although if I w- had to survive out at sea or in a desert, I might drink it if that was all no. the only option. We but it has to be Jim Carrey's. Oh, no, could be anyone. Oh, could, could be, be Paul Newman's. Could be uh, Mason Reese. Paul Lynn. Could Lin. be Paul Lynn's. Could be uh, Evil Knievel's. <laughs> could be Count Chocula's. Anybody. Now, there's a rumor, and uh, I, I, want, I just want to know if this is true, but there's a rumor that in Something About Mary, Cameron Diaz was actually in the bag you were holding. Is that true? I can't answer that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you hear that one? I heard it because uh, something about Mary is one of my favorite uh, is one of my favorite movies. And on you know how on DVDs where they used to have the director talk about the movies, and sure. Stuff? So they had uh, the Farley brothers and the writer Ed Dechter talk about it, and they said that uh, a lot of people don't know this, but there's a rumor Cameron Diaz was in the bag. I'm not going to spoil uh, it. Uh, so, yeah, you'll have to keep so. wondering about that one. Uh, yeah. That's one right. of the mysteries of Hollywood. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was like, I was like, because why would someone say that if, you know what I mean? Never know. I know. Yeah. But you don't. Yeah. So that's one of those things. <laughs> no, one, no one listening knows, but I do. <laughs> I know. There you go. <laughs> Does I know, Ben know? And you don't. Does ben be- knows. Oh. Ben was in the car with me. Oh. Yeah. Well, Harlan, where's a site that people can find you on, on your website? and uh, Yeah, harlanwilliams.com. Yeah. And uh, my Twitter is at Harlan Williams. My Instagram's at Harlan Williams. Everything's at Harlan Williams. I follow you on Twitter, and I notice you only follow like 10 people. I do? Yeah. Is it because you don't like seeing a whole bunch of... Uh, I don't follow anyone, really. I, I don't follow anyone on Instagram. Yeah. No one on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just don't have time for it. Yeah, yeah. Because like you could just like email them or something. You don't need to see what they're. Yeah, I just I just try to keep it simple. Yeah. You know, nice. I don't have a lot of time. I like yeah. that. But you're very gracious with your time. Like you, it seems like you're always doing something in comedy and something that makes you find happy with your time. Yeah, I try to try to keep the uh, the log rolling up the hill, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's doing it now. Get the termites <laughs> off my back. <laughs> For those snakes and the oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, Alan, do you got any last second questions for Harlan? Uh, last, well, how about the first? <laughs> well, I, I do enjoy uh, spending time with a Canadian, and uh, that's not a question, but uh, I hope it never <laughs> is. I hope I can visit Canada someday and uh, get zany. Okay, okay, no, zany. No. After that, that face you just made. No, you will never visit Canada. <laughs> They won't You've let you in. You've just been blacklisted. <laughs> he just made a really weird face. We're not, like, we're... visit Canada, and then, like, his eyes went big and his mouth opened. <laughs> it was, like, really, really off-putting. I'm really, like, disturbed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Canada doesn't okay. want that. All right. I'll try we don't do need it. that I'll kind of face. I'll do it straight. I hope to visit Canada one day. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> See how easy it is, guy? Bam! Uh, he has good acting skills there. Really good. Really uh, good. You want to cuddle under a palm tree? No, no, no please. I'm okay. Yeah, no, before we go, he, d- he did tell me that when he saw the whole nine yards and when mm. you died, he cried in the movie theater. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a moment of misty eye. So, 
I, obviously, he loves you very much. That was a cool night, man. To get shot by Bruce Willis was kind of cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. I went from staring at Amanda Peet's bare breasts up in the window to Bruce Willis walking up and shooting me five times with a Glock. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty cool. Wow. Um, I forgot it was five times. Which one, which one was better, though? The breasts, right? Were they, were they... Uh, it was all good. The yeah. only bummer is every movie I've ever been in, there's never been a sequel. Except for the whole nine yards, and it's the only movie where I died in the in yeah, the movie. In the first one. Well, Dumb and Dumber has a sequel. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're right. That just happened. What two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, initially I wanted to be in the sequel, and then they kind of didn't bring anybody back. The only person they brought back was the little kid with the with the parrot. Yeah. The blind kid. They didn't bring anyone else back except Jim and Jeff. Yeah. Well, I think they couldn't bring the redhead back because. Uh, she and Jim were like exes or something. Lauren Holly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't bring anyone back. Yeah. Like, they didn't bring back... It. There was a lot of different goofy characters along the way, like Fred Stoller and me. Oh, and, I love Fred Stoller. And uh, Duff from MTV. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a lot of different funny characters, but they didn't bring anyone back but the blind kid. <laughs> now, besides Rocket Man, which, which film would you say is the one that you really... Because I know Rocket Man's your favorite, but which one's... Your second favorite? Oh man, I, I love them all. I wouldn't yeah. say Rocket Man's, but I, I, I think I treat them all equally. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. they're all uh, mo- doing movies is like doing little, it's like little gems, you know. Yeah. So I, I but just you love still them all. every single scene you're in in every single movie. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate that. I, like you're yeah. so funny. Like I, superstar. I think the funniest parts are in the movies is when you're in it. Well, thank you. Yeah. Wow. I have a new movie coming up soon. I don't know the release date, but it's called uh, Turkey Bowl. Turkey Bowl. And uh, it's, uh, it's a fun movie. I can't tell you my role because it's kind of right. different. Spoil- it's, yeah. it's a spoiler alert, but uh, I don't know the release date yet. But we oh, just yeah. shot it uh, about three months ago, and I guess they're probably doing the edits and stuff right now. So Turkey cool. Bowl will be the next one. Oh, nice. I can't yeah. wait for that. You should uh, you should write and direct your own movie. I did do one called Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face. Oh, did I you? I think it's on Amazon. I think you can rent it on Amazon, oh, or oh. you can buy it from my website. But it was an indie movie I wrote, directed, starred in, shot, edited, wardrobe, sound effects, music, makeup, <laughs> everything. I did it all. Yeah. And it took me six years. Wow. But it's it's probably, I say it's the dumbest movie ever made, but it's called Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face. I'm going to buy it and watch and it, it. It's on uh, it's at my website. You can get a DVD if anyone still has a DVD, or I think you can download it digitally at Amazon Prime or whatever. Yeah. So there you go. Well, I'm definitely going to buy it on, on the DVD and support it. And oh, I could have brought you one if I'd known you didn't have one. I, I, I didn't know you, you, you did one. Yeah, fudgy, so. wudgy, fudge face, bro. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Harlan. I you really it, appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. And, uh, an honor. And uh, five years in the making. This is a dream come true. I appreciate it. Well, that. thank you for the kind words. Thanks for having me. And uh, Godspeed, <laughs> All right. little fella. All right. Next time. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on L.A. Talk Radio.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash Keith And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it. And we'll rift with you again soon.